Hi guys, welcome back to Chaos the Podcast. I'm your host, Belle, and I am so excited to have you here. This episode is going to be 20 things that I think you should know in your 20s. You don't have to be 20 for this to pertain to you, so everybody give it a listen. Let's go ahead and jump into it. So number one, stop ignoring the red flags. Let that sink in. Good. Did you think of something? I'm hoping that it triggered a thought in your head and you're like, oh shit, she's calling me out on this. I know personally myself, some red flags that I've seen in past relationships, friendships, there was things that I saw that I knew I didn't want in a friend or a boyfriend and I ignored those things. Something that I think people kind of get caught up in is when like love is like new and you're in the romance stage. You want to give people the benefit of the doubt and people make mistakes, but there, I think something that we should do more is we should set our standards high. There's a not, there's not even fine. There's a hard line of what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. Um, Another red flag is if you see somebody who needs help, who's hurting, reach out to them, get them help. If you're hurting, if you need help, it's okay to ask for help. If you're seeing those red flags in your life and you're like, something's not right, something's going on, whether it's physical health, mental health, anything that you're noticing, ask for help. It's okay. Um, My sister's friend, she recently had this heart scare she was talking about how she was like i feel like something weird's going on with my heart and i remember when she was telling me this i was like what is she like what could she be talking about like i just didn't understand what she was talking about she went to the doctor and turns out there is something going on with her heart so if you feel like there's something going on in your life say something it's okay stop ignoring the red flags number two This is a quote that I recently heard and I absolutely love it because I fall victim to this. Life is short, burn the candle. And what that means is, so a lot of people like to save things for a special day or a special occasion. I'm one of those people, like I'll save, I would do this with like fake tan. Like I would be like, oh, I only do that for special occasions. And most of that is due to the fact because fake tanning is a lot of work. But um, a big part of it was that fake, like I would buy like nice fake tan. My, My favorite fake tan was Loving Tan from Australia and it was expensive. And I was like, oh, I don't wanna just use this willy nilly and I would only use it for special occasions. And a lot of people with candles, they some people like will hold on to a candle. I'm one of those people. I hold on to a candle forever and I don't ever light it. It just sits there as decor. So the point is, recognize that every day of your life is special. Stop waiting for tomorrow and live for today. And number three, learn from breakups. Breakups are not the end of the world. Life is gonna go on. And breaking up with someone is usually a good thing, right? There is a reason you guys were not compatible and it's not working. Reflect on the lessons that you learned. What did you learn about yourself in that relationship? What did you learn about what you want in a partner and what you don't want in a partner? I've had three long-term relationships and I learned so much from each of those relationships. And I'm not gonna go into it uh, because I don't want anybody to feel like I'm like calling them out. I don't wanna 
make anybody feel bad, but I learned that the qualities that I 100% want in a person and 100% do not want and need in my life. And that's what you should do when you're going through a breakup. Instead of like thinking of like the sad things and, and know that you're young, especially if you're in your 20s, like you are at the start of your life. Like there is so much and so many people and experiences and experiences and you are going to change and grow so much. I swear every six months, I feel like I'm a new person. I have a new mindset, a new perspective, and I love the person that I'm growing into and changing into. Number four, all failures come with a lesson. You, you cannot learn without failing, and that's a shitty one, <laughs> but uh, just a reminder that when you're in a tough spot or you've you screw up, look back at that moment. How did you get there? What happened? And what can you bring moving forward? Number five, it is very important to have goals, but it is equally important to not constrict yourself to a plan. Nothing is going to go according to your plan. I promise you that. An example of myself is for years, I've wanted to move to California. Since seventh grade, I came out here on a trip with my sister and my dad, and we were out here for two weeks, and we drove all up the coast, and we were in, mostly in Southern California, and I remember being down here, and I was like, I will move here as soon as I had the opportunity. I like begged my dad in high school to move us to California. Like California, to me, was like the dream. And as soon as I finished my undergrad, I transferred guard, guard units. And the only unit that had my job was in Sacramento. And at the time, I was like, I don't even know where Sacramento is in California. Like, what? And it was in Northern California. So, like, when I found out that I was moving there, it was a bit disappointing at first. But I was there for a year. I gained so much experience, so much leadership experience. I met so many incredible people. I got to experience Northern California, which I probably never would have experienced Northern California had I not lived up there for a year, uh, just because I would never have thought that I would want to be there. Then my plan was to move down to San Diego, and that plan changed within like a month. I found out that I got into a program at USC, and I was like, should I just move to LA or should I commute for class? And I decided to move to LA and I absolutely love LA and I plan on being here for the foreseeable future. So I promise you nothing goes according to plan, but things are going to turn out even better than you can imagine, which leads me into number six everything will work out. You just have to remember it might not look the way that you thought it was going to, but I swear to you, it's going to be even better than you'll imagine. When I was younger, I always wanted an older brother. I was always envious of my best friends that had older brothers. I was like, I want an older brother so bad. I want someone to like protect me and make me feel safe. And when my parents got divorced, I remember as a kid, I thought like the world was ending. My life was over. My family was broken. And like flash, flash forward, I don't even know how long it's been, maybe 15 years? No, a little over 10 years. It's been over 10 years since they got divorced. My dad's remarried to my amazing stepmother. And now I have a beautiful, adorable little brother, Bodie. And I feel like I can't even explain to you. I'm going to get emotional. I am so beyond 
grateful for him. And had I not gone through that painful time with my family, you know, we had some tough years and and things were difficult and things were hard, but holy shit, now I have a little brother that I get to love and adore and spoil and watch grow up. And like, I can't imagine anything better than that. Number seven, love what you can't change and change what you can. And I mean this, so self-love, looking at yourself. I know that sometimes I, in the past, I really struggled with um, my appearance and my weight and I would pick myself apart and I was so negative. And now I have so much more like love and appreciation and body positivity for myself. And now I'm working to change the things that I am able to change. I love what I have and I'm changing what I can. So for example, if you want to lose weight, like you know what you need to do to lose weight. That's something that you can change. Eat healthier, change your diet, work out. So love yourself and change what you can change. Number eight, read. Oh my God, read all the books that you can expand your mind learn something new get a new perspective and when i when i say read i don't want you to just go read what's safe what's comfortable what you're familiar with i know that i fall victim of this i love reading self-help books i can't tell you how many times i've read the perfect morning routine the habits of millionaires like any book like that i've read every version of it i feel like And now I'm at a phase of my life where I'm interested in religion and cultures. And I'm like extremely fascinated by this. I love talking about these kinds of things. I feel like there's not one answer. And I like I'm exploring that myself. And like I want to pick up a book and I want to read about different cultures. And I I want to travel to different cultures. And I want to travel to different countries. And I want to spend like six months in each place and just like totally submerse myself into the culture, learn the language, eat all the food, do all the things and become one with these people. Like, you know that movie Eat, Pray, Love? I watched it on a plane the other day and I was like, oh my God, I want to do this. (laughs) Like, This is going to be me. As soon as I get out of the military, this is what I'm going to do. That is like on my bucket list of things to do. Number nine. So I heard this quote from Leo Skeppy. He got it from somebody else. I don't know who originated with the quote, but I heard it from Leo Skeppy and this quote hurt my feelings um, and scared the shit out of me. So it is change your dreams or change your skills. Think about that. I'll just break it down for you. So to achieve your dreams, you need to change your skills, right? Sharpen your toolbox, do different things, learn different things, experience different things so that you can reach that. Dreams are not just arm's length away. It's going to be a lot of work to achieve your dreams. You're going to have to work really, really fucking hard. If you are not willing to change your skills and to make the changes in your life to get what you want, then you need a new dream because you will not achieve what you want without working towards it every single day. Number 10, think like you know nothing. And what I mean by this is to be open-minded to new perspectives. Do not be closed-minded. I find it very frustrating when I come across people who 
are very negative. They put other people down. They put other people's dreams down. They put other people's ideas down. They're, oh, I don't do that. I don't like that. I'm not about that. And that's fine. And like there, there is one hand, right? Where like that's normal and to say in a conversation. And, but then there is the other conversation where people are so close-minded that they don't let new ideas in. They are so stuck in their ways and so unaware of the world around them. All they know is their little tiny bubble and they don't want to expand their bubble. That is so beyond frustrating. When I was younger, I was very much like that. I like did not want <laughs> to be expanded. I just wanted to know what I wanted to know. And it can be difficult to let people in and to let new things in. But I promise you, it'll change you as a person. You'll be surprised by how much you th <laughs> you don't actually know yourself, <laughs> okay? You will be so shocked. You're gonna be like, wow, I didn't think that I would feel that way about this thing or, or whatever the situation is, okay? So just be open-minded to new perspectives. Number 11, read a book or an article on the power of perspective. Perspective is probably my one of my favorite words in the English dictionary. I think it is such a powerful word. I believe that it like allows us to open up our emotions to empathy. Empathy is such a powerful tool to be able to look through somebody else's eyes and understand them and see them and hear them. People, this goes back to the closed-mindedness. People do not, people miss out on so many things in life because they're closed-minded and people miss out on opportunities to connect with other people because they're not willing to hear them out because they're not they don't have empathy they don't share empathy selfishness will kill you and it will kill your relationships get rid of it find some empathy in your life and care about another goddamn person okay okay i don't know why i'm getting so passionate about this perspective word it got me all fired up but read something on it because you need to know about it because you can use it every single day in your life and it's powerful when it comes to decision making because sometimes you feel like you're stuck in a situation, but if you just got a new perspective, you're like, whoa, there's this answer that I hadn't even hadn't even considered, thought of, seen in the horizon. Okay, that's all I'm going to say on that. Number 12, the loudest opinion in your head should only be yours. So I definitely struggle with this. So I'm not going to be like, why are people like this? Because I, I totally feel this. It is very difficult to, lot, to not let the way that other people view you, their emotions, what they say about you, impact your feelings. I saw this interview with this actress the other day. I can't remember her name. She's She plays Adam Sandler's wife in Grown Ups. She was saying, so if I were to yell at you, and scream at you and insult you and tell you how awful you are but i did it in another language a language that you didn't speak and understand those words would have no meaning to you because you couldn't place meaning to the words right you can't connect you can't connect meaning to that word therefore no matter what i said to you you would feel nothing we place meaning and value to the words that we hear when people are putting you down, you cannot let them into you. You cannot let them bother you. 
you have to put up a hard wall and decide whose opinions you really care about who do you love who do you trust who do you respect and look up to those are the opinions that you should be listening to and your opinion should be the loudest in your head number 13 just a reminder your parents are aging with you i look back to when i was younger and i'm so disappointed in myself for being such a spoiled little brat and never wanting to hang out with my family and just wanting to be with my friends or just wanting to be with my boyfriend and it makes me so sad because i go home and i'm like not that my parents aren't old but like they're not 30 you know what i mean and i like look at them and i'm like oh my god can you stop growing up please like it makes me so i'm gonna cry i'm gonna get emotional (laughs) it makes me so sad so just a reminder your parents are growing up too so tell them you love them give them a hug give them a phone call visit them more often because you're gonna wish you had seen them more number 14 learn and understand that it is not weird to be sober or to have one or two drinks that is not weird it is weird to have five six seven eight drinks to black out to not remember what you did to not remember what you said to absolutely ruin your next day i i know like i very much have had my drinking time like i've partied hard i've ruined like i've been hung over for like two days before not proud of it but like been there and i look back and i'm like why did i do that you know when you wake up in the morning and you're like gripping the toilet and you're like begging the demons and you're like god i will do anything i'll never drink again but then for some reason you did it again the next weekend like why do we do that that's not normal that is not normal behavior if you think about it the fact that society has normalized that is just like so so fucking weird to me and the amount of things that ha- like nothing good ever comes out of drinking you argue with people people get taken advantage of you do things and say things that you don't mean it's not a magical drink that suddenly gives you confidence it's inhibiting your ability to understand your own personal values and know like and be aware of what you're even doing i think that's so scary when you think about it like you completely lose awareness and control of yourself like that's so frightening i very much in like the last year i've become so much more interested in mocktails and having one or two drinks and like that being fine and then it doesn't ruin my next day i feel like really disappointed in myself looking back like getting sucked into this whole party culture i like don't get me wrong every once in a while like i love to have fun let loose but like to be doing it every weekend and to do it just like to an absolute extreme is just like unnecessary and it's unhealthy and i just don't understand it Um, but that's my two cents on that number 15 gratitude life is so good it has so many good elements that make it worth living so many positive experiences and ways that you can express gratitude it's just it can endlessly be found to benefit your life in like any part of your well-being your mental health your physical health your social health like any part of your well-being if you can understand gratitude and you can self-reflect at all the good that you have in your life like if you're listening to this podcast obviously you're listening to it on a cell phone or a computer 
there's people that don't have a cell phone or a computer. You're either working out, running outside, or you're sitting at work, or you're on your lunch break, or you're sitting in your room, or you're, whatever you're doing, but I'm sure there's shoes on your feet and your belly is full. Or if you're like cozy in bed, like you're cozy in your bed, if you're sitting in a chair, like just think in this moment, look around you, just take a minute to look around at all the things you're wearing on your body. Like looking at myself right now, I'm in my Skims pajama set. I have so much jewelry on. I have a microphone in my hand. I have my MacBook on my lap. My dog Benny is cuddled up next to me. I'm warm in my bed. I have tea. I have like three bottles of water next to my bed. Like I look around my room and my space and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just have so many things. I'm so grateful for all the things that I have. I remember when I moved to Sacramento, I was so excited to decorate my apartment. Like that was like the most fun thing I I feel like I've ever done in my life. Not really, but I really enjoyed decorating my apartment. And moving to California, there's a lot more homelessness here. And I hadn't really been exposed to it in my life the way I am here. So it was a, a bit of a culture shock for me to see that. And I remember walking to the grocery store one day and I saw this homeless man and he had like a backpack on his back and on his front and he was carrying a duffel and a pillow. And I was looking at him and I was like, holy shit, this man is carrying his entire life in his hands. And I had just gotten a rug delivered and I had like one of those, it was a, a brown woven rug and I had a cowhide rug over it. And I felt so sick and embarrassed that I had a rug on top of rug. I felt so silly. It looked so cute, don't get me wrong, but I just felt so sad and so entitled to be putting a rug on top of a rug while this man was carrying everything he owned. And it was just such a kick in the stomach of how incredibly lucky I am and how incredibly lucky for the opportunities I've been given and worked for and the people that I have in my life. And I'm sure you can do the same thing in your own life. Please, please, please understand how powerful gratitude is. It will totally change your mindset and your outlook on life. Okay, that's all I'm going to say on that. Number 16, health is wealth. I know we have heard that a million times, but it is like so serious. Like your mental health, your physical health, the health when it comes to your relationships, what are you consuming, not only food-wise, but through media, music, television, video games, what are you consuming and feeding your brain? Look at all those different aspects of your life to set yourself up for success, to live a healthy life. Number 17, be open to new experiences. And what I hope that you can do is by being open to new experiences, I, I kind of talked about this a little bit earlier in this podcast, I want you to find your hobbies and your passion because I feel like I'm a person who like missed out on finding hobbies and passions other than like makeup and like things like that, like just basic like living. I feel like or I'm like, people ask me all the time, they're like, what do you like to do? And I'm like, um, work out read i like makeup clothes and interior design like home stuff and cooking and i feel like those are like basic life things so i'm kind of like i feel like i have no like skills like i i i'm i'm sure i do i know i do but i'm just like 
I don't know, I just feel like a little bit boring in a way. When I was younger, my dad tried to get my sister and I to take piano lessons and my sister and I just like rebelled. And I was in high school, like I did not want to be going to piano lessons. I cared about literally anything other than piano lessons. I never practiced. So eventually my dad pulled us from it. But I like, oh, God damn it. I regret that so much. The other day we're at the mall with my mom and my sister and my mom was like, can you guys play? And I was like, I can play Yankee Doodle. And my sister was like, yeah, me too. And like, that's so disappointing. How cool, you know, to be able to go and watch somebody play. Like, it's it's so beautiful. But just like little things like that. Just be open to try new things. And if you are lucky enough to be given the opportunity, take advantage of that opportunity. Number 18, be the bigger person and always stand up for others. I feel like personally, I have struggled in the past with standing up for people and I've looked back at moments and realized that I was quiet or silent when I shouldn't have been. And it's really disappointing to think that I could have done something for somebody else. Help people, help others. If somebody is just like shitting on your life and just trying to ruin your day, just give them a spoonful of kindness. I promise it'll make you feel better And in some way, it's going to make them feel better or it'll piss them off a little more. That's fine too. But just like, don't let them into your space. Keep your positive headspace and just share that with other people. You know, we hear like little things about just smiling at somebody could totally change their day and you have no idea. And like, that's so true. An example of something where I could have reacted one way and didn't my I went to Sacramento last week and when I got to the airport the travel agency never booked my uh flight so when I got up to the attendant they're like you're you don't have a ticket and I was like oh word so I was like calling all my leadership trying to figure out what's going on what happened what went wrong and they were like you got to call the travel agency I was like okay and I was like oh man I hope this doesn't take hours and then like I missed this flight and whatever right called the travel agency. I got through in like 10 minutes, explained to the lady what was going on. And she was like, no worries, we'll get you booked. And at the end of the call, like right before she's about to hang up, she was like, I just want to say, I really appreciate your patience with me this whole time. She's like, usually when people call in these situations, they're panicking, they're freaking out and they're like yelling at me. And I'm like, I have to calm them down and tell them that we'll get it figured out. And I had said to her, um, and, and I was like, oh, you know, thank you so much. I really appreciate you saying that. And I was like, you know, I was like, when I was younger, I definitely would have reacted differently. I probably would have called you almost in tears. I was like, but at this point, I know that me raising my blood pressure and freaking out is not going to make me feel any better. It's just, it's just going to make me feel worse and it's going to make you feel worse and it's not going to help the situation. So I was like, I mean, I know I'm going to get to Sacramento one way or the other. So however I get there you're gonna help me figure it out so I mean just like a little thing like that not that she was like shitting on my life but it was like some you know a shitty situation and it's the bigger person I don't know that wasn't the best example but you kind of see what I'm saying number 19 look at who you're spending your time with or those people who you want to be when you look at the people you surround yourself do you look at them and you see qualities and you're like they're amazing they're incredible I want to be like that person. If the answer is no, you should get new friends. That's a fucking problem. We know that we're a product of our environment. So 
if you're surrounding yourself with shit people, just know that you're also a shit person. You're not the exception of the group. Okay. (laughs) All right, cool. Now that we're done with that. Number 20. My dad's going to get a kick out of this one. All right, this is the last one. This is a big one. Okay. Open a Roth IRA and max it out every single year. Like immediately, if you don't have one, immediately as soon as this podcast ends and after you rate it five stars and you share it with all your friends, go open a Roth IRA and max it out immediately. Then set it up to have like monthly installments so it just automatically pulls out of your bank account and puts it into your Roth IRA. I fought my dad so hard on this for years. Like I remember when he told my sister and I to do this. I was in high school and I was like, I don't want to do that. And I at the time it was $5,000 to cap out. Now it's $6,000 to cap out each year. And I was like, I don't want to put $5,000 into this thing that I'm, I'm never going to see. I was like, what if I never see this money? What if I die before I get to that? And so young and naive, Isabel, I was like, I want my money now. I want to buy the cool shoes and go on the cool vacations now. When I'm 60, I'm not going to care about that kind of stuff. What if I don't even make it to 60? And my dad, I remember like when I said those things for like a week, he was like super freaked out about me dying. And like anytime I left the house, he would like text me all the time. Be like, did you make it there? Are you okay? And like, I mean, now, like, I'm not saying he doesn't check on me, but like that week, he was like kind of crazy about it. It was cute. But yeah, it is very important to do that for several reasons. You want to set yourself up for success because at that point in your life, you may not be able to physically work. And if you don't have some type of savings, how are you going to pay for those medical bills? How are you going to pay to take care of yourself, a place to live? To If you want to be a snowbird, go be a snowbird. Like, How are you going to pay for these things if you're not setting yourself up for success later in life? And my last tidbit on the Roth IRA thing, when you open it, be sure you put a beneficiary in case, God forbid, you don't make it to 60, okay? My sister and my brother, you two are going to be so loaded if something (laughs) happens to me before I get to that money. You lucky little bastards. But I hope that doesn't happen. And I hope, you know, everybody lives a healthy, long life. Um, Random thought. I'm so dead serious. If like I'm able to be an immortal, like, I mean, as long as I don't have to do anything horrible, like I'm 100% in. I do not want to ever die. Ever. I want to live forever. I want to see everything. I, I just like... This is like a fear. Like I can't get over how short life is. Like I, I'm thinking right now, like whole, holy balls, I'm 24 years old. When did that happen? I remember being a kid and thinking 24 was so old. I was like, I'm gonna be married. I'm gonna have kids. I'm gonna have a house. And uh, yeah, that's not, that's not right now. That's <laughs> not even in the next like five years, really. So like, well, five years, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm not doing the math right now. What am I talking about? So I actually, so a little tidbit about this. I was, uh, I made this list of 20 things while I was on the the treadmill the other day, but I actually, it's like a list of like probably like 30, 35 things. And I had to pick like my 20 favorite that I thought were most important. So maybe on my birthday, I'll do 25 more things you should know in, in your 20s. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some value from this podcast. If you enjoyed this, please give it a five-star rating and share it with somebody. I just want to say thank you guys. Thank you to those who have been listening. I've gotten so much positive feedback. It's been like so 
like overwhelming a bit and it's kind of scary and it's like vulnerable like to put yourself out there like that and people have been messaging me on instagram and they're like oh my god i listened to your podcast and i loved this or i liked when you said that and i'm like oh my god people are actually listening to it <laughs> and like i'm like i want people to anonymously listen to it i don't want to know <laughs> i don't want to know my family did like a listen party or a watch party or something and they all like sat down after dinner and listened to it together and i was like that is the most awful thing i think i've ever heard in my life but thank you guys because i mean i'm putting this out there for a reason so it's scary but I really love and I appreciate all of you for listening and giving me that feedback. But anyways, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't and feel free to, to message me with any topics that you would want to hear about. All right. Thank you guys. And I'll see you back next week for another episode of chaos. <laughs> Bye guys.